0: july independence day my dear american friends and our neighbors to the motherfucking south hope you guys have a lot of fun-ass celebrations going on this weekend i'll be celebrating with you at heart i won't be able to make it down there for this week i remember when i was a child my parents always 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 took me to the states to watch the fireworks in Washington <laughs> we would go for they had these really good um what did they call them they were like big potato wedges but they called them spuds and there was this particular place that we went to and I can't even tell you what the breading was that they used on the outside of these potatoes but yo they were so fucking bomb so fucking bomb. You know who knows how to do food? America. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. America knows how to food. That's why I love them, and that's why I was fat when I was younger. Look, <laughs> chub chub, chub chub. Aside from Independence Day, you know what else it is today? I opened up the Netflix And lo and behold, season three of Stranger Things is fucking here! I'm so very excited to get home after the gym today and watch the first episode because I must, I must. It is mine and my friend's plan to go through that show this weekend. I don't know if we'll get through all of it, but we're going to try and watch it. I'm hoping I can get another date with my friend tonight and watch it. Because holy shit, I'm so excited. And I can't even hide it. I I didn't even need to catch up on season one and season two. Because I've needed, or sorry, I've seen it so many times. And I remember... I remember at the end of season two, she sealed the gate. Some crazy shit's gonna happen. I already got word from Chris that the special effects look amazing, and I'm really looking forward to it. My favorite part about that show, yeah, the special effects and all that stuff is really cool, and I like the story and everything, but I'm a hella cheese ball. My favorite part is... Definitely the friendships. And I've gone on and on about this before. But since I have to wait till tonight, I'm so going to talk about it again. Because I'm not a TV person. You know what I mean? I don't often get the chance to watch TV. I'm trying my best to keep up with Man in the High Castle. I mean, keep up meaning continue to watch it. Um, luckily, it's a really good show, and it's just starting to get real crazy. I just finished season one, episode six yesterday, and our cute boy, what's his name? What's the cute boy's name? I forget. Joe. Joe. Our cute boy, Joe, um, just got caught in Obergruppenführer's home snooping through some shit because he saw that grasshopper film thing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But anyways, back to I had to use that intro too. You know what I'm saying? Because it is that day. It is that day. Let me talk about it. Let me talk about my favorite character. Dustin's my favorite. I think he's so effing cute. I saw a picture yesterday on the Stranger Things subreddit of, um, actually, you know what? All the characters I really, really love. And I really love what they did with Steve. Steve is someone that you initially were kind of like, man, this guy's such a douche. And then he ends up being like the babysitter. And it's so cute he's so lovey him and Dustin are so cute together he like helps them get ready for their little dance and it's just so adorable it's just so fucking cute it's just so cute and there's Mad Max she's pretty fucking badass her brother the hottie toddy such a hottie toddy such a fucking asshole I wonder if he'll be in this one I don't know if I... I don't remember seeing him in the trailer. But I did see the trailer a couple of months ago. So, you know, I don't even remember all their names. Will Byers? Yeah, I mean, Will Byers was kind of like... Poor, innocent, soft, very timid, little baby type character. And he was all fucked up from having that thing inside him. And then he spit it out in the sink... And they had to heat him up to get that thing out of him. That was a pretty cool scene, too, where it just flew out of his mouth. Ooh! Friggin' gross! And then there's Mike. Mike and Eleven. Obviously, my favorite... Actually, I love Dustin, but my favorite character... I I, I identify most with Eleven. Because, yo... It's hard being out on your own when you're young, hard being out when you're young (laughs) and by yourself and terrified and running away. And her dad or whoever she called Papa was a total fucking psycho, you know, total psycho. The guy's like trying to use her for some kind of experiments, trying to get her to fuck with cats and shit. And she's like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. But this is my running theory about Stranger Things. My theory about Stranger Things is that the Upside Down is a is a part of her. That's why she was the only one who could seal the gate. That's why she has this connection to it. That's why she's able to kind of go there in her head when she's in isolation or in that isolation tank. There's some crazy shit going on over there, dog. Some crazy shit. I feel like there's some kind of connection. Maybe it's her inner demons. I don't really know. I'm not sure. But it was just a guess because I was like, you know what? It would be actually really interesting if this girl had some kind of tie. She obviously does. But if it's a lot deeper than we think it is, and at the end of the day, if she's the one who can control stuff, and she's the one who needs to control her temper or whatever. Be able to channel something from there. That would be kind of fucking rad, wouldn't it? So cute. I'm really excited. I wonder if someone's going to go missing this time. It looks really cool. The trailer was in a amusement park. You know how I like amusement parks. Why can't I even remember... I have to, like, look up the names. Let's see. Stranger Things characters. Um, Okay, we got Eleven, for sure. Steve Harrington. Yep, that's awesome. Chief Hopper. I love Hopper. I love the relationship between Hopper and Eleven. I think it's so sweet, especially because he lost his daughter when he was younger. And when she's staying with him in the second season, he kind of treats her like she's his daughter, and they have such a cute little dynamic going, and uh, it's so endearing. How do you not? How do you not? That's the question. These characters, every single one of them, have been written so well. Their relationships are so cute, and I love how I really feel like I'm in that time period, which obviously is the point, because it's set there, but That nostalgic feeling always has me like, ooh, I love this. I love this. (laughs) Let's see. Jonathan. Oh, yeah, Jonathan. That's Mike's. No, that's Will's brother. Sorry. Where the heck is everybody? Lucas. Yeah, Lucas, Joyce, Barb. Oh, poor Barb. Where's Barb? Uh, Where's Barb? Mm. Cheers, motherfucker. How exciting. That's my thing. I watched that show and I'm like, man, I wish I had friends who were like, ride or die like that. That would be so cool. But, you know, it takes me a while. It takes me a while to like, trust people. And it should. It should. You know? It's very strange. And I, it's, it's weird. I'm gonna trip out here because I'm outgoing and I will be the person who initiates a lot and will be like, "Hey, here's my number. You get a hold of me." La 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 la. But when people do that to me, I'm a little apprehensive, especially if we haven't talked very much. I get so weird about that. I get a little bit like, mm, "I'm gonna wait here. Like, we'll see how this is." It's especially weird with guys, right? You just don't know. You just don't know. You, I can't just give, can't just be giving my contact information out to everybody. Okay, that's not how it goes. You know, that's not how it goes. But um, friends, like this, like in this show, it's so cute. That's how I wish I had them. I wish I had friends from when I was younger. But I don't actually think I have any of my friends from when I was growing up. I don't even know if I have any friends from elementary or high school. I actually don't. I don't have any of those friends. I haven't retained any of them. Also because I've changed a lot and I was super bullied back in elementary school. Because I was kind of a timid, wanted everybody to like me, would just be super nice to everybody. So I was easy to pick on. You know what I'm saying? I used to care that everybody liked me. I used to care that everybody wanted to be my friend. So I would do stupid shit to get people to like me. And uh, as much as it was silly at the time, I'm kind of glad I went through that phase of being bullied severely. Severely. I shit you not. Severely bullied. It's okay though. Because uh, it's made me tough as shit. Now, now adults try to bully me, and it's like, mm, "Y'all motherfuckers got problems." I'm untouchable, my friend. You're not fucking with me, okay? You ain't. You ain't though. Oh, you. Oh, you ain't though. <laughs> Listen, I'm here and I'm having fun. And if you're going to try and ruin that, you're going to just get sliced the fuck out. That's been the rule since I grew up. And I was like, man, I can't believe I was such a little bitch. I can't believe I let kids roll my ass around. There's something very important about standing up for yourself and also not putting up with bullshit from dumbass people who just want to come at you with their nonsense, okay? Broken toys will come at you like that. I'm on the mend, y'all. I'm on the mend. Mm. Well, I was on the mend a long time ago, but always on the mend. Always, always on the mend. (laughs) I've been doing this a lot where in my head I'll be thinking about something and then I'll just start kind of rapping it. Start kind of rapping. Start kind of rapping it. Start kind of rapping. It's cute. I try to be cute. I try to say things cute. It's just a fun thing to do. It's like a weird way to practice rhyming and rapping. Thanks, Nicki Minaj. That's what happens when you listen to Megatron a few times. You're like, alright, how do I change this? How do I make this into something really fun? That's going to get annoying, so I should probably stop. But yeah, being bullied when I was younger definitely has helped me be where I am today. And that's why I don't have any friends from when I was younger. I had a couple of friends in the neighborhood, actually, that I would roll around with. Um, But that was when I was really young. And once I had moved out of that neighborhood, I never spoke to those people again. No need to take their phone numbers. No need to any of that. Holy crap. Stranger Things is rated 9 out of 10. On TV.com, 8.9 out of 10, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, which by the way, I've never understood because I would think that you would want a lower score on Rotten Tomatoes because it's Rotten Tomatoes. But hey, what are you gonna do? The first episode of Stranger Things was released on July 15th of 2016. Holy moly. That is not correct. Episodes. How do I change the season, yo? I do not understand how to use this. How do I use this? Oh, shit. Some scenes may have a. S- oh. Some scenes have a strong strobing effect that may cause discomfort for photosensitive viewers. Let's see, episodes. Oh boy. I'm unable. Let's see, Stranger Things Season 3. There are eight episodes. Let's see. Chapter 1, Susie, do you copy? Chapter 2, The mall Rats. Chapter 3. I can't read that. Because it's cut off. Chapter 4, The test, Chapter 5, The Flayed. Chapter 6, E Pluribus Unum. That's interesting. That is a essay that I've read about um, in-group, out-group hostility and immigration. (laughs) Chapter 7, The Bite. Chapter 8, The Battle of Starcourt. Oh boy. Oh boy. I... I don't even want to go to work. Can I just stay home and watch this whole thing today? Why can't I? I'm excited to see Winona Ryder. Oh my god, man. She's so good in this show. Joyce Byers is just the sweetest fucking lady in this show. Super mom, man adorable i love how she just grabs that axe and she's like fuck it i'm sitting in the living room and this bitch can come at me get me my son (laughs) i love that kind of stuff i'm such a cheese ball for it because i'm like i wish my mom loved me like that (laughs) oh it's so cute It's so cute. She never gave up. She knew it was him. And even when Will had been fished out of that water, she knew it wasn't him. And, uh... Hmm. It was so sweet when they were reunited. Oh, spoiler alert, but fuck you if you haven't seen it. It's from 2016. Let's talk about spoilers for a minute, okay? So, if it's like the first week or something and you're seeing spoilers, I can understand how that can be a bit of a bummer, but know that if you're going online, people are going to want to talk about it. So really, can people get that mad about spoilers? Can they really? Not really, right? Because if it's a a big Hollywood thing, or if it's a big show, and like Game of Thrones or something like this, and people are going to watch it, People who have watched it when it came out, who have been anticipating it, who are, who want to talk about it as soon as they've watched it, why should they have to not be excited because of you? You know what I mean? Or because of other people who haven't seen it. If you don't want something ruined for you, you just gotta stay offline and be patient, or you just gotta deal with the fact that there's gonna be spoilers. And you know what? That's cool, dog. I didn't see Avengers Endgame. I saw a gif on Reddit of what happened at the end. And to be honest with you, as much as I had that initial reaction of fuck, I was like, mm, it's kind of really, it's not on anybody. And that's kind of just what happens. It's part and parcel of being on the internet. And I Using social media platforms, people want to get on social media and be social about the pop culture that they're indulging, you know? Um, so these are very big parts of our pop popular culture is these shows, these movies. It's something that anyone and everyone has access to and can watch and wants to talk about and a conversation that everyone wants to be a part of because it's fun, I am actually very behind on so much of my pop culture. I am, I've am i never been somebody <laughs> who has kept up on movies. There's so many cult classics I haven't seen. There's so many just popular movies I have not seen. <clears throat> I would never want to hinder any of my friends who have seen lots of movies, because they have, from talking about things that they like if I happen to be there just because I haven't seen it. The movie is still worth watching to me. Just because the ending is spoiled doesn't mean the movie is not good, right? So you could tell me what happened in Gladiator, but it's still a great fucking movie and it's still worth seeing, even if you know the ending. Same with something like Harry Potter, right? Just as an example. That's one of my favorite movie series, and if it was spoiled for me, which it couldn't be because I read the book, but you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be the biggest deal because the it's about the journey. <laughs> no, it's just about how they put the movie together. Um, it's kind of like Stranger Things. You could give me the ending today, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to watch the show. I actually came to Stranger Things pretty late. I think I saw it in 2018. 20- 2017 or early 2018 and um I had already kind of heard what happened but that didn't deter me why would it right why would it deter me entertainment is meant to be there and available for you to indulge whenever and if you can't indulge right away you can't be giving people shit for talking about things that have been out for a couple years already it's just not reasonable you know again If you don't want spoilers, don't go on the internet. And you know what? People are doing this really nice thing now where they're, they're giving spoiler alerts or spoiler warnings so that people don't freak out. But I personally don't think you should have to. I mean, really, really people watch things and they want to talk about them right away. People do things and they want to talk about them right away. We want to share our experiences. We want to share our experiences. Especially things that we do that are similar. So, I've never understood people getting mad. And that's something that I've definitely had to think about. Because, again, I have missed quite a bit. And continue to miss quite a bit. As I said, I still have not seen Avengers Endgame. And I don't know when I will see Endgame. Maybe when there is a good enough copy for me to download in HD. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps. I think that's the deal. But until that time, if people tell me what happens, well, they don't have to because I've already fucking figured it out because I saw a gif of it. Hello. Well, then, whatever. It's all good. (laughs) It's all good. I'm just sitting here. I'm sipping coffee now. <laughs> but the truth remains. you gone. Remember that NSYNC song? Wow. That's some old school shit. I can't even believe that popped into my head right there. What is that? 1990. Oh, I gotta find out. NSYNC. Gone. Release date. 2001 holy moly you know what's crazy about 2001 it was 18 fucking years ago and i still can't even believe that do you remember when we were younger we were dying to be adults oh my god i can't wait till i'm 18 i can do whatever the 19 sorry in canada i can do whatever the fuck i want my parents can't tell me what to do and i'm gonna be so much happier (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's definitely that. And there's also that now you got responsibilities. Now you got rent. Now you got bills. Now you got to take care of yourself. But would I trade it for anything? Nah, no, 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 Because I love living by myself. I love it. Having my own space, my own little Amy cave. You don't understand. This is luxury to me. You don't understand. This is luxury to me. (sighs) You know, it's hard not to appreciate being able to sit in your home, in your underwear, and a sports bra, and be comfortable. Sometimes I don't even wear a bra. I just walk around in my underwear. And sometimes when I'm feeling really bold bald. (laughs) I go bald. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Every time I do one of these, I get weirder and weirder. And you know what? I like it. I like it. As I'm aging, I find that I'm just sinking into myself a little bit more. Sorry, I just knocked the mic there. Sinking into myself a little bit more and a little bit more, and I just fucking love it. You know, I couldn't have asked for a better situation. I couldn't have asked for a better situation. Because some people get older and they get more and more insecure. And uh, those people don't act right. (laughs) They ruin stuff for themselves. And um, it's just kind of a sad state of affairs, right? Me, I'm like, every day, I feel like I get a little bit more interesting, a little bit weirder, a little bit more wild card, And I like that, because uh, life can get monotonous and boring sometimes, and uh, it plateaus every now and again. But me, being the psycho that I am, it's really hard for me to be bored, you know? Boredom is not something that I understand when people complain about that these days. Oh my God, I'm so bored. Oh my God, I'm so bored. What are you bored with? You're not bored. You're going through option paralysis because there's about a million and one things to do in this world from which you can garner enjoyment. But you don't want to try shit. You know what? It's not, you're not bored. You're boring. That's your fucking problem. If you are easily bored, it's because you, my friend, are a fucking boring person. Boring people get bored. Okay? That's how it goes. Boring people get bored of things. People like me recognize the abundance in the world of everything available and I'm like, my problem is, is I stress out because I'm like, okay, I can read. I have two shows I can watch. Actually, I have all the shows. I have stand-up specials I can watch. Netflix is amazing. That's my, That's my last resort, though. Unless it's Stranger Things, obviously. But my last resort is TV. There's so many other things to do. I mean, I went to the gym yesterday for like an hour. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I don't want to take the bus. I would like to walk. So instead of doing a longer gym session, I was there for like an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Left, had a nice walk, listened to to a podcast. There's another thing that's available. In insane numbers, I almost want to say there are infinite podcasts out there by infinite amounts of people, it feels. And you could be entertained for hours listening to people talk and converse and be comedic, right? Like Tim Dillon's my guy right now. I listen to him. He is so funny. That guy cracks me up. He cracks me up and he just has a way of talking. It's Gavin, it's Rogan, it's all these people who are around who are entertaining. You want a little bit serious? Go with Making Sense. Get some Sam Harris. You want a little bit silly goose? You go Chris D'Elia. Congratulations. And you know what is impressive? It is impressive when one person can hold their own podcast together. So good. That's why I love Dalia. What up, my babies? he's so cute he's cute he's funny and he's silly and he's very comfortable he's so he's one of those people that's super settled into himself and he's found a way to I don't even know if he's really found a way I think he's just he's just got it he got it he got that I don't know what it is but you know that special something that someone has he got that like Chris got this. Everybody who saw that intro fucking loved it. And you know why? It's because it's so badass. RB is dope, yo. Like the Stranger Things intro you see at the beginning of this, he made that. He made the Chris got this one. He's made me a couple of coffee mug sleeves. I should really share those because they're so cute. And um, it's so cool having talented people like that in our pool, you know, who um, who just make things out of appreciation. And uh, I'm here to appreciate you, too. I love that shit. I love it when people make me stuff. You ever had that? Like, I am so into like monetary gifts are cool and stuff. I mean, I would love to have money, but at the same time, it's way sweeter when someone puts in the time and makes you something that there's just something else to that. It's very sweet and it's so endearing. And it's like our, our, most important and pretty much only commodity really is time. Someone, so when someone takes time out of their day and thinks of you and makes you something that they know you love or involves elements that you love, it's so oh man, I just want to give hugs, I just want to give you hugs, give you hugs because you're very sweet and it's just, it's just badass, it's just badass. All right. And the editing skills, yo. Those are some gangster editing skills. I don't even know how he did what he did. But what he did was so fucking cool. That Chris intro is so dope. I have to watch that like every couple days. Because I'm like, man, how did you even get Chris's face to move? Like, you must have been paying attention if you... If you have seen these facial expressions that Chris has made or whatever, they're just so cool. It's all so fucking cool. And I love it. And it makes me feel like, man, you, sometimes I'll make something in Premiere and I'm like, oh my God, look what I made. It's so cute. And then I'm like, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> but that's what I have you guys for, who create amazing things for me. I need to be put in my place and not think that I'm so fucking awesome at something that I'm not awesome at. Anyways, that whole rant was thank you Um, again, RV. I really appreciate that. And I'm I'm glad I got to use that intro. That's definitely going to be anytime Chris and I record or stream or whatever, wherever I can throw that intro in, I'm going to do it. (laughs) That's how it goes. Of course today I was going to use that Stranger Things one. It's so badass. It's so fucking badass. No, you are not going to fight me on that one. Okay? Okay. (laughs) What was I rambling on about before? Let's see. Spoiler alerts. Oh, boring people. Boring people. Listen. (sighs) You are a limited person if you're bored easily. You just need to have more of an open mind. Interesting people don't just become interesting without trying new things, you know? That's why I think I'm interesting. That's why I can hang out with myself for a long time and not get bored. My solitude is one of my favorite things because my brain is just crazy. Now, I have a weird relationship with myself where I don't, I'm not like, I kind of look at myself as like another person almost, I know, it's kind of weird, but I try to kind of, it's like I'm hovering outside of my body and like watching myself the way that I like to think of myself. I'm just another person doing people things. And I'm like, man, what do Like What kinds of things do interesting people do? What kind of people do you like? Well, the the most interesting people to me are the people who are fairly well-rounded and who touch on many, many subjects and who have interests in many, many areas. Joe Rogan being a great example. By the way, my name is Ho Rogan. Ho Rogan over here okay? That's what Red Guy has called me, and I think it might be my favorite moniker so far. Ho Rogan. (laughs) Welcome to the HRE. (laughs) The Ho Rogan experience. I love it. But really, there's about a million hobbies that can be taken up. There's about a million different types of movies, million different types of books, like People are like, I don't know what I'm interested in. Okay, but you need to put effort into figuring that out. You know, get ideas from other people. There are so many interesting people out there who will throw out ideas. Take them, take them. At this point, no idea is new either. You know what I mean? That's what I'm realizing with the internet. Sometimes I feel like, oh, I have an idea to do this thing, or I wonder if anybody else has thought of this. Trust me, they've already thought about it. There's 8 billion people on this planet. No idea is brand new. Everything is recycled and just repackaged in a different way. In a different way. And... Uh, There's a lot of good ideas floating around out there. There's a lot of things to get into. But if you're a boring, rigid, limited mindset, you're going to be bored. It's very simple. I've never understood. I'm fucking bored. No, you're not bored. You're boring. Get it right. Just get it right. (laughs) There's a million things you could do to be more interesting. And if you're complaining that you're bored, I'll repeat it again. You're just fucking boring. All right? All right. And that's okay. We're all boring in our own little ways. I mean, I'm not sitting here thinking that people think that me talking is fun. This is pretty boring for a lot of people because I ramble and I talk and blah, 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 blah. But guess what? It's fun for me. So I don't fucking care about your shit. I don't fucking care. No, I don't fucking care. I sit here, I talk, I do my thing. I have a lot of fun. Ding, ding. (laughs) And that's what we do. And there's going to be things that you just got to do regardless of whether other people think that it's fun or boring. Like people think it's boring that I read. I'm like, what? are you insane? It's boring to read. You know how much there is to learn? You know how interesting things are? Like there's this book that I've started. I'm so bad. I started doing this. So I'll start reading a book. I'll get like a quarter way through, and then I'll have to start another one. And then I'll go back to the original one. And I'm kind of like reading two books in tandem right now, just because one gets kind of like meh. I'm, this is the part of the book that's going to be a little bit rougher to get through because it's like meaty stuff and I don't, my brain is just meh, but then I'll start another one, right? Then I'll start another one so that I can kind of go back and forth. Because when you're reading like an 800 page book, you're like, oh my god, it's going to take me forever. I have like very little time to get through this. So I need to sit for an hour to get through this chunk. And in the meantime, while I wait till I have that hour, I'm going to read another book that's not as demanding on my brain cells. So I started reading this book called Inside Jokes. And it's Daniel Dennett and two other people. And the premise of the book is to discuss the evolutionary uh, reasons behind humor, why it was important. I mean, the the idea of any trait that we have is obviously there. there is an evolutionary chain of events that caused that. It was obviously something that was required or could have been required for survivability um, or to increase our chances of survivability. So they discuss the the evolutionary history there and discuss a few theories as to why it could have been, um, why it could have popped up for us. And it's, I love anything about cognition, anything about brain stuff. I'm a big fan of. And humor is something that's universal. We all know what it is to laugh. We all know what it's like when we can't control our laughter and we laugh at things. You know what's fucked up? I hope there's something in this book about laughing at really fucked up shit, because I think I'm in that zone now. You know what I mean? Like, some fucked up stuff happens, and my initial reaction is laughter. And then I'm like, oh my god, why am I laughing at this? Is this is this schadenfreude? Like, I'm not necessarily somebody who takes pleasure out of someone else's pain. It's very weird. I think it just depends on the person, maybe. If it's someone I don't like, I'm probably more inclined to laugh at them, <laughs> you know, because on some degree, I'll feel like mm, maybe you deserve this because you're a cunt and I don't mind so much that it's happening to you. That's the initial reaction. But then obviously I have to work that through the the, the filter of not being an asshole and just have compassion And be like, well, that does suck for them. Because if it was me, I wouldn't really want that to happen to me. But would I be upset if somebody laughed at my misfortune? Eh, Not really. Not really. Life is a goddamn tragedy. And a comedy. And it's crazy. It's crazy. I can't help what I find funny. I just do. And you know what? I'm pretty comfortable with it. I just have to be careful who I'm laughing around. Most of the time I'm by myself, so it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. I can laugh without consequence or without someone breathing down my neck about how I'm a fucking asshole for laughing at this this or that. One thing I noticed too is like as I'm getting older, I'm acknowledging that there are there are very specific behaviors that I really fucking hate. But I will be more charitable towards someone that I really like. And if someone I don't like exhibits that behavior, I'm just very anti. The thing is, though, that's wrong, right? If there's a behavior that's shitty, I just have to keep that as an across-the-board thing if I don't like it. But again, when it comes to people you like, you do a cost-benefit analysis and you figure out whether it's even worth it to dislike the person or totally dismiss them because of this one thing. Do their good characteristics outweigh this one thing because you know human beings are generally douchebags and they're just going to behave a certain way and none of us are perfect and I probably exhibit that same behavior too. So... I let it go. But if you are generally detestable to me and you're somebody I just don't like, the thing that I don't like is going to be magnified by the fact that I don't like you. So what I'm admitting right now is a is my bias. And I think that's an important bias to have, you know? Some people are way more dislikable than others, and it's okay to dislike them. This rule I don't know if it ever was a rule, but I, I remember having this feeling of like, you need to like everybody. Everybody needs to like you and you need to be nice and play nice with everybody. No, actually, if you want to keep shit real, you're not going to like everybody. Not everybody's going to like you and that's okay. And that was a good lesson to learn because I my person doesn't depend or require validation from anybody else but me and my small little circle. And that's really how it should be. I was listening to Tim Dillon talk yesterday about how he was talking to this woman who was like, I have a very large social circle. (laughs) And I was like, what are you talking about? and he's he he had the same response. He's like, "What are you talking about, lady? The larger your social circle is, the more of a psychopath you are. <laughs> the more you are making people deal with your shit." Oh my god, it was such a good rant. I wonder if I have it. I'm going to need to to figure that out figure it out, man. Figure it out. Because it was a really good episode. Not that I'm surprised he spits fire. T- Tim Dillon doesn't give a fuck. That's the point where I want to get. Where you can just talk and not give a fuck about how your jokes come off, about how what you're saying comes off, and you're j- you've are you sunk in. You've sunk into that place. And you're gonna be cool with it. Because that is the most entertaining shit is when somebody just gets rid of all the formalities and honestly talks about the way that they see people. He was talking about how he's like, I take time out of my day to hate people. And I bet you he's like the nicest person to hang out with. Because he does that. And don't get me wrong. There are many reasons to dislike and hate the world. Duh. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, I think I might agree that you gotta take time out of your day to just fucking hate the world. Work it out. Get it off your chest, you know what I'm saying? And then get back to loving them. You have to get past hating them to really love them. That's the secret to true love. Even with your friends, you notice the more you get to know them, the more you're like, oh man, you can be a fucking douche sometimes. And trust me, it's the same the other way around too. And you have to work past that. Because initially, and well, I mean, if you can love them enough to do that, and they've captured you in some way, and make you want to go through that darkness of their personality. But you have to do it if you want to really figure out if somebody is worth keeping around or not. Just, I'm just talking interpersonally now. I'm not even talking like about the world. And people are either easy to hate because they make it easy to hate them or you make up reasons to do so, right? If you're in the latter group, you're probably unwell and are probably more so projecting your own traits on other people so you can avoid being better. And it's okay. Not all of us can achieve that high-minded sort of attitude. You know what I'm saying? Where, like, you can recognize that you're either projecting your shit on people and you hate yourself. So you hate the world or you actually generally love people and you recognize there are just aspects of all of us, of, of human beings generally that just suck. We're all fucking knots. A bag of knots. To some degree, everybody is broken and has a broken brain. And I think adulthood is just cleaning your room and sorting your shit and housekeeping. Housekeeping. But housekeeping can't happen if you don't initially clean your room. Clean your room! Holy shit. There's this great... Oh my god. All these rants. I've told you. I really am an appreciative listener of the rant people who can rant and go on these crazy impassioned things and they drop bombs of funny in in the middle of that shit that's gangster that's gangster that's tim dylan for me right now and that's who i love to listen to i've actually been backtracking through his podcast and listening to the older stuff and guy's a gem love him love him he's great what else did I listen to? I'm listening to right now. I'm in the middle of a Joe Rogan experience with Andrew Santino, the whiskey ginger. He's so cute. What a sweet guy. There's one thing you can say about Joe Rogan, and that's one thing that I really, really want to embody about him, and that and it's that he is incredibly inspiring. He is so positive. The people around him are positive. And he is somebody who manifests success. He manifests success in such a way. He's encouraging. He's positive. Dude, that guy is like a light in the world. He's such an important figure in the culture in terms of being a good example and the, the discussions he engages in and the people he talks to. He's just a genuinely curious man. And uh, he's a smart dum-dum. And we all love him for that because we can connect with him. And uh, he's just endearing. Uh, I've gone on and on about Joe Rogan before, but I think he's very important. He sets a great example for how to be. And that's somebody that I take my cues from a lot. Like I want to be able to talk to people from all over the place and be agreeable for the most part and just be able to hear people out. Right. And he also doesn't let people step all over him, which you fucking should not. Okay, you should not. Do not let people step all over you because once you do, you become a fucking doormat. And anybody who wants you to be a doormat, by the way, is a cunt. (laughs) But it's on you to not let them. Okay, okay. I'm going to end with this really sweet quote from Alan Watts that I heard in a song. The song is called Overthinker by Enzo, and I listened to it a few times yesterday, and I just love this bit from Alan Watts, one of Alan Watts's lectures. I always liked his voice. I always felt really calm listening to him. Sometimes when I have a hard time sleeping, I'll throw on some Alan Watts, and it'll put me right to bed. And, uh, I appreciate you, motherfucker. Posthumously, you're bringing me some peace. So anything that brings me peace is going to translate into little bits of joy. And there are great human beings out there. Take some time to explore and find them and uh, enrich your life. Okay. Philosophy is kind of a dead thing now, and I understand that. I'm not a huge subscriber of it, but I do like people who have a really nice command of language and who explain things in a way that I can understand, that makes sense, that are coherent, and um it's hard not to appreciate, you know what I mean? Sometimes people put things in a way and you're like, this is so elementary, <laughs> how did I not come up with something like this in my head, even though I kind of know that's how I feel about it? Well, because I don't have the intellectual prowess of some of these people. And you know me, I have a huge thing for men who are excellent with words. For sure. I love those wordsmiths. So, wordsmiths and people who are really good at conceptualizing an idea and presenting it in a nice condensed format not like me one hour rambling blah 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 (laughs) okay (coughs) but yo we're besties so I'm gonna talk to you like we're besties okay bestie gang woo! girl cheese gang all right ready let's do this A person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts, so he loses touch with reality and lives in a world full of illusions. By thoughts, I mean specifically chatter in the skull, perpetual and compulsive repetition of words, of reckoning and calculating. I'm not saying thinking is bad. Like everything else, it's useful in moderation. A good servant, but a bad master. And all so-called civilized peoples have increasingly become crazy and self-destructive. Through excessive thinking, they have lost touch with reality. Most of us would rather, sorry, most of us would have rather money than tangible wealth. And a great occasion is somehow spoiled for us unless photographed. And to read about it the next day in the newspaper is oddly more fun for us than the original event. This is a disaster. To get in touch with reality, there is an art of meditation. It is the art of temporarily silencing the mind, of stopping the chatter in the skull. Of course, you can't force your mind to be silent. That would be like trying to smooth ripples in water with a flat iron. Water becomes cool and clear, only when left alone. And that's Alan Watts. And what that last thing means is sitting in silence and observing the contents of your consciousness, which is something that Sam Harris talks about in Waking Up, which I still need to continue to read and will get to. And I apologize that I have not, but I'm sure it's not that big a deal. Anyways happy independence day once more to you my american friends my best a lot of my besties are american actually i think more of my besties are english either way i've got a lot of you out there my d my dan my who else is in the states my yams my mm, who else is there Who else be there? Who else be there be there? I'm going to miss people and they're going to be like, What the fuck, Amy? I talk to you every fucking day. How could you even fucking forget me? Listen, okay? It is so early right now. So early. But I think I got the important ones for now. Okay? Happy fucking America Day. I'm glad to know ya. I'm glad you are to the south of us. We will be forever protected because of America. And uh fuck what anybody says. It's a great fucking country, okay? It's a great country. It's a great country. And if you hate it, no, you don't hate it. You're jealous. You're goddamn jealous, okay? Yeah, they got Trump right now, but so what? It's all good. He's entertaining. <laughs> king trump king trump dun 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 king trump okay okay i hope you have a great day we'll chat soon holy shit are you gonna hear about stranger things motherfucker i might be sitting with brian and analyzing it with him that would be a lot of fun and um yeah holy shit i hope you have a great day celebrate Woo! <laughs> big kisses mwah Ho Rogan signing out. Bye. Oh my God. Oh my God. One more super important person that I missed. Um, my dear friend out on the East Coast, living right under Canada, who recently bought my Waking Up Thoughtcast mug and also took a wonderful picture for me that I've now added to the end of this because it's just so apropos. I just had to. Thank you for that. Talking Donkey, so much love to you. You are awesome. Thanks for the support and uh, happy day to you. Hope you are going to have a wicked bueno celebration. Okay, okay. Now, bye for real. Okay, okay, bye. Bye! Mwah, mwah, mwah. And I love this country.